Hi, I'm Eric. This is You and I for the Keen Eye. I'm alongside with Sherry Connor, who is the project coordinator for Change for the Keen Eye. Sherry, I know you're also involved with many other projects. Can you tell us about some of those? Well, I also work at Central Peninsula Hospital's Behavioral Health Department, um, specifically in the Serenity House Intake Office. I'm the intake coordinator, so that job really entails getting people into services and moving them through our system of care. Serenity House, I believe, is a 12-bed inpatient rehabilitation facility as well as outpatient work, and you guys recently have opened a detox center as well, correct? It is, correct. We have a 12-bed co-ed residential facility, and then we have a detox center now and a long-term housing program that can fit 16 people, and it's a co-ed as well along with our outpatient department in my office that I work at on Binkley Street. Which in this time, especially with the opioid epidemic, is a very vital resource for the people on the peninsula. So that is really cool to hear about, especially in the great time of need for these services. I know Change for the Kenai is a local coalition, but as far as Change for the Kenai, hearing that might be hard for some people to kind of understand what exactly is that. It sounds cool, but can you tell us kind of what is Change for the Kenai? Sure. It's a substance abuse prevention coalition. What that means is that we are doing projects to prevent substance use and abuse in our community um, for all ages. So with the work for Change for the Kenai is how we were actually funded for our two new programs, the detox facility, which is called Care Transitions, and our long-term facility, Diamond Willow. Um, through all of the data collection and assessments in our community, we were able to actually get those funds from the state because we showed the need um, here on the Kenai that we needed those facilities here. So not only is it providing prevention education, but it's also increasing our capacity to treat people with addiction. Sounds like a pretty holistic program looking to improve the well-being of individuals and families in the entire peninsula especially from a drug abuse perspective and a rehabilitation perspective and addressing substance use and living in a world where substance is there and in the communities, but how do we interact with those substances and how do we interact with everybody together in a way that brings well-being and meaningful lives both to individuals and to communities. I know I read on the Change for the Kenai website, changeforkenai.org, that Change for the Kenai's kind of mission or vision is built on this idea of independence. When I read that, it sounds like Alaska has an inherent cultural value of independence and how do we interlink independence into interdependence, as well as the vision of connecting lives and also saving lives that need help in that. What are some of the main resources today that Change for the Kenai offers for communities, such as public events and different ways to tap into those resources? Sure. We learned that our community wasn't connected to each other through our assessments that we did, that people generally didn't um, make connections with their neighborhood. Their inner circle was very small. They didn't have extended generational um, families here. So we we really looked at how do we connect people with each other. So people that are more connected, not only with um, individuals in their community, but to other resources, 
you know, generally have happier, healthier lives. So connecting our community members to each other by looking at what community resources, events we had. We looked several years ago, probably back in 2014 now, what community events were available for people who actually lived here and not just for the tourist market in the summer. And there were very, very few. Today, the Soldatna community, the city of Soldatna has created the Wednesday market and the music in the park, the movies in the park. Um, Soldatna Creek Park creates a area where people can connect for very little money, if at all. So kudos to the city of Soldatna for that. Um, when we looked further, there weren't a whole lot other than like 4th of July parades or just sure. basic events that most communities have. So um, that's something that um, we've tried to do by um, our community runs. Um, we've had town halls. We had a carnival and just encouraging people to see what's available in the community and use those resources. That sounds awesome and especially super valuable. I know I moved up here from Montana about five years ago and some parts about small town Montana or larger towns although there aren't many is that you know some people have been there forever but then I'm you know I moved up here five years ago and really a lot of people share kind of my same story came up to fish or came up to work for a little bit and then stayed so there's not a lot of like multi-generational uh, habiting of Alaska and so kind of part of those connections long-time multi-generational connections we almost have to actively create and it sounds like those create those connections are valuable and in Alaska in its unique situation that you have to kind of try and create those and it sounds like you guys have really tried multiple ways to connect those and have had a lot of success so I think that's that's super cool and really interesting as well. If people want to get involved with Change for the Kenai, if they want to learn more about Change for the Kenai, how can we do that? Certainly, they can contact me at my main office. The number is 714-4521 or by email, sconner, C-O-N-N-E-R, at cpgh.org. Or they can go on to our Change for Kenai.org website or on our Facebook page for Change for the Kenai. So any of those platforms has a contact us. It'll get to me. You can show up. We have a community um, open meeting every third Friday at 10 o'clock. And in, where, where is that? Yeah, it's located in the new um, River Tower building of the hospital. So that big, tall building that oncology is connected to. And we're on the second floor in the Kasilov room. We, we are generally there from 10 to noon on the, every third Friday. We have community events um, that are generally listed on our Facebook page and on our website. You can come to an event and participate. You can volunteer. You can do just about anything that you want to do. You can do as much or as little volunteering as you would like. Cool. That sounds very interesting and very valuable. If we can all, I think, get involved in some way to make community connections and try and contribute to our community, it can increase our well-being and some sense of meaning in our lives and just create richer lives for everybody. So definitely thank you for all the activity and all the hard work that you've put into kind of connecting the community, the Central Peninsula community, and we definitely look forward to learning more 
and seeing change for the Kenai projects expand. I know I see pink flamingos all over the place. That's something you guys it are doing, is. right? It's our one big fundraiser that we have um, every year. We've started it a year ago, and um, we flock people. Um, <laughs> basically, we set some flamingos in your yard or in front of your business for a fundraiser, and you get to um, pay to have them removed by experts, and they can move it to um, your friends or families or maybe your competition <laughs> and um, we'll flock them. You can buy insurance to ensure that somebody doesn't send them back to you. Just a fun community game as it gets people that are in our coalition and youth that are in our coalition out having fun in the community, seeing new businesses and also lets businesses know that we're out there and um, that we're here because there's very few people today that can say that they aren't touched by addiction. So any of the funds that we raise, we're basically putting that back into our community here, doing educations and um, providing incentives for kids to come to educations. We'll be at the Wednesday market this whole summer, um, providing educations about safe medication practices to all participants. And we have a community overdose prevention education that will kind of do a little bit of that there as well. But generally, we want the public to know that we're here. We're open to suggestions about um, other educations that um, we'd like to see. We, this year, we ran a video contest about safe medication practices through the school system for um, youth that are enrolled in our school district. And we had three winners, and their videos were fantastic. They put a lot of hard work into them. They had adults um, that are close to them be involved as well. I saw teachers and um, nursing um, staff from the schools and counselors get involved. So um, we really want to have our reach as far out there as possible to get involved so that addiction doesn't overcome our community. So by creating these connections and by creating all these opportunities for people to get involved in their community in ways that provide information and resources, and hope around addiction as well as just general ways to increase your connection and your well-being and your sense of social support. All great things. Thank you so much for all that you guys are doing at this point. And as you know, there are a lot of ways that everybody can get involved. Check uh, Change for the Kenai out on Facebook, on their website, changeforkenai.org. Thank you so much for telling us about Change for the Kenai, and we look forward to all the projects that continue to be produced. This is Eric and Sherry, you and I for the Kenai.